Hello, friends, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week, and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching without, you know, having to worry about losing our jobs. So, we're going to be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, you know, protect our names, hence the Elvis. I'd like to give a big shout-out to one of our sponsors, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you're an educational theater teacher, and or you just like got sucked into doing an after-school play or a drama club or something, or a history teacher who just has to read a play in class, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They have the best educational resources, posters, things you can use to help explain basic theater concepts to your kids in a pictorial form. They are amazing. They have all kinds of stuff and some great funny stuff. They have bio posters. Anyway, go check them out. They are amazing. Also, I'd like to thank all of our friends who are on Patreon. That's right, we have a Patreon for as little as $5, $10 a month. You can help support Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, keep us going, and get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, exclusive episodes, live recordings. We have watch parties. We have a special Facebook group. There's all kinds of stuff. So join our Patreon. Get access to our special Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded teachers. It's great. So join it now. I'd also like to thank all of our patrons. So here we go. <gasps> Deep breath. I'd like to thank Exhaust. Band Director, Kim K, Noel R, Alan H, Kim K, Jessica A, S-W-F-L-E-V Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Jessica H, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Wiaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber A, H, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much. Last but not least, I thank our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. If you want an amazing pretzel rod that is dipped in chocolate, and then covered in some of the best candies on earth that you choose. You can choose your favorite candy. Go to Legendary Pretzels. They are amazing. They are affordable. Treat yourself and use the code TEACHER at checkout and you can get a discount. All right, my friends. Well, we just got back from Thanksgiving. And honestly, I'm in a pretty good mood. Maybe it's because I got some sleep. Maybe it's because I had a week off. Maybe it's because I got Christmas break coming up soon. I don't care. I'm not going to ruin it. But this is a more positive episode than normal. And so I'm happy because I feel we've been getting a little salty lately. So I hope you enjoy this slightly more positive episode. And I thank my hosts who are with me, Miss Sparkles and Miss Bunny O'Hare. All right. I've been babbling for like three and a half minutes now. I'm done babbling. I promise. Okay, my friends. All the things. Oh, if you want to send us a message, hit us up to the contact page of teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. All right, my friends. Thank you. So, hey, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Miss Sparkles. Hey, y'all. Also with me today is Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, so we're back. We finished Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was a wonderful break. And I think the only thing that's even more wonderful than that break I had was the fact that in three weeks, I have a winter break coming up. 
And I am really excited about that. And one thing that's really getting me is I feel like all of my schools, like even admin has just kind of downshifted for these three weeks. Like I already knew going in that teachers were had low expectations because we all kind of, it felt like the week before Christmas, two weeks before Thanksgiving with like the level of just kind of burnout and the level of effort people were putting in and just counting the days and getting it done. And so I feel like not a lot is expected of this little interim period between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Cause not a lot ever really happens during this period. Like it's hard to get stuff done and stay motivated. And so I, I'm just doing like fun projects for the next few weeks just to get through them and keep it going. And then I'll start a good new course of study and new subject when I get back in January. But for right now I have this kind of lean plan going and all my admins seem very cool with it, which gives me hope. And even coming back today, like kids are immature. Some of the kids are asses, but I don't know. Knowing that there's a break coming really soon, I, I feel like I feel able to breathe. I feel like it's off my shoulders a little bit. How are you guys doing? Miss Sparkles, what's going on with you? How was your return today after Thanksgiving? So today was pretty good. The kids were actually really chill. And so was I, and I'm trying to do some more fun projects also. So we're getting ready to start making stuffed animals in class, like little mini stuffies. Oh, cool. So that the, yeah, I'm excited because, you know, we were working on sewing before the break, and now they know just enough to make a cute little stuffy, and I'm going to teach them how to sew on buttons, and they can use buttons for eyes and whatever. And that's pretty much what we're doing for the rest of, of this semester is sewing Maybe we'll watch a theater production that's been filmed. Just trying to keep it chill. Because the kids also have, like, makeup star testing. And we're, people are out for field trips. And there's kind of lots of nonsense going on. So it doesn't make sense to start something new until we get back from break. But yeah. I'm actually... I felt really zen today. So... Uh, today was good. Today was a good teacher day. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. No, Zen is a good feeling. And I feel like while I'm not Zen, I definitely feel, I don't know, I don't feel the pressure as much. And so mm. I will take that as a huge win. Miss Bunny O'Hare, what about you? How how are you how would you? How is how was your return back to school from the break? Uh, it was okay. Today was baby Fufu's first day of daycare. Up until oh, no. now, she's been home with um, with me while I was on maternity leave. And then Mr. O'Hare had a couple more weeks of time that he was able to stay home with her. So it was hard leaving her at daycare, but she's at a really good daycare. And she's very close to my school. And like, as far as what it is, it's... A, the best case scenario, but it was still go off, hard to, you know, go off and leave my baby today. And she is exhausted right now. Like Aww. she slept on the way home. She slept when we got inside. Poor little thing is tuckered out, but it's, so that was tough. And then the children, I don't know who fed, I don't know who fed these children espresso, but good Lord switch to decaf. So our first topic of the day comes from the Reddits from user knife wrench hot take toxic negativity within the profession is harmful too. We've all gotten more than our fair share of toxic positivity over the last couple years. 
but there is an equally toxic view at the other end of the spectrum. The do no work outside of contract hours and spend none of your personal money on work attitude that cuts it black and white with no exceptions. Before you judge, read the details on each. Working outside of contract hours. Yes, society at large takes what we do for granted, Lord knows, and expects this of us to an unacceptable degree. You should never feel obligated to take grading home or check your email in the evening. But at the same time, you shouldn't be made to feel like a traitor to the profession because you're willing to stay after school once every couple weeks to help out a hardworking kid or you want to help out a class fundraiser. People in other salaried jobs occasionally work overtime too, and hourly employees in other industries will take on extra tasks for a day to cover for a co-worker who is out. Adding in an edit here, I am not talking about giving up your prep period to cover a class. Get paid for that shit. Don't act like no one else ever puts in extra time without getting paid. You shouldn't be expected to do it all the time, but people who choose to do it occasionally shouldn't be looked down on either. Two, spending your own money. Again, I'm in full agreement that people in general don't see how big of a problem this is in schools, but there is a balance. Just as someone in an office might want to decorate their cubicle or be that person known for always having a bar of chocolate for you on a rough day, teachers may want to brighten up their space a bit and shouldn't be chastised for doing so. Should we be expected to spend hundreds of dollars on cute rugs and flexible seating? Of course not but it's not a betrayal of some movement for more respect if a teacher buys a few decorations from Target to hang up in their empty classroom. The toxic positivity from within and outside the profession is certainly more harmful and pervasive, but this certainly doesn't help anyone either. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk and feel free to give more examples of toxic negativity I've forgotten about. Okay, I have some mixed feelings on this. Number mm-hmm. one, I kind of want to give user knife wrench a hug and just say, who hurt you? Who <laughs> hurt you? Because obviously they got it bad. While I feel that there is some toxic negativity in schools where there are some teachers and people who are just so pessimistic and negative about the experience that they do not belong in teaching whatsoever and why the hell are they still doing it? But for a lot of these things, I, I think that... I I don't see anyone actually going to town. I do see a big movement right now to try to restrict people from working outside of contract hours, especially after pandemic where people were having to, you know, teach virtually doubles like nonstop all the time. And I see people spending your own money. That's your choice. If you want to spend your own money, go for it. However, I... That's not my thing. I see elementary school teachers particularly will spend a ton of their own money on classrooms. However, I also know a lot of teachers who are really good at going to Goodwill and just looking at hand-me-downs and seeing things that are about to go out. And, you know, they don't put high money into their classroom. They're not going to Target to decorate, but I don't know. I don't feel that these are examples of toxic negativity so much. I think these are things that are going to an extreme, and I think people should take care, but I don't think anyone's like, lynching anyone for doing this. I don't think so. I mean, we do get a little bit of a tax refund for it. I think we get $250 a year. Is that what we get yep. back? Yep, 250 
Yep. And they don't check on it. So you get that. And I'm almost positive. I always spend more than $250. I get what she's saying. It is almost impossible to not do some work outside of your contract hours. So you're always going to have something that you're going to do unpaid. However, I used to be a super like constantly checking my work email, constantly seeing if there was something I was doing, I needed to do for work uh, when I was at home and on weekends. And so I've set some clear boundaries for myself that really helped me. Like I don't have my work email on my phone. I don't. Mm. And I don't check my work email until like Sunday evening on the weekends. Yeah. Um, because that's my time. Like I don't check it in the evenings on weekdays unless I think there's like an emergency or something. Otherwise, when I leave work, I'm, I left work. I'm gone. I will occasionally bring grading home just because I just want to get it done. And I like doing my grading in my pajamas watching TV. You know, it's kind of yeah. fun. Um, and with the spending your own money, I'm the girl who likes to have some decorations. So I've spent money on things, but not classroom specific things. So if I'm somewhere and I see a cool postcard, I'll buy that and then I'll put it in my classroom. Or if I see like a cool knickknack, I might buy it and it might end up in my classroom. Because I do want it to be a pleasant environment to be in. And I do buy the kids some stuff because I don't want to fight with them about supplies. So I have a box of pencils and I have some paper because I don't want to fight with a kid about, well, I don't have a pencil. Miss, I didn't bring any paper. Nope. You get free paper and pencils in this room. So you can't come to me and say you can't do your work because you don't have your shit. I have shit for you. <laughs> I have the shit. I spend money on my classrooms. I bring decorations from home. I've spent money just to have something I thought was clever in the classroom that I thought fit really well. But I'm damn sure that comes with me afterwards. I mean, like, I, I get oh, my yeah. set of Ludlum Dramatics posters, and that's worth every single penny. But those are coming with me when I'm done. And so I highly yeah, no, recommend Anything I've bought for my classroom goes with me. So I have a, after a, almost 12 years of teaching, I've got a lot of classroom shit. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a couple trips in the car. It's not a single one. What about you, Bunny? I will buy stuff with personal funds because if I'm having to spend eight hours a day in my classroom, I want it to be a pleasant space. But yeah, if it's paid for with personal funds, I put my name on it and it comes with me. When I changed schools a couple of years ago, I got a mini U-Haul for all my crap. <laughs> I had file fold, like it was just as everything was starting to move to Google, but I still had like all my paper files of stuff. Yeah. So I had like boxes of file folders and I had furniture. I had, you know, crates of costume pieces that I had purchased for shows again with personal funds because we had no budget. Um, even though it was for a show, I paid for it with my money. It's coming with me. There are things like teachers, pay teachers and stuff like that, that it's worth 10 bucks of my money. Like I will pay the 10 bucks yes. out of my money to not have to come up with a lesson this week. Thank you. Like it, I, I think it just comes down to like what you were saying. I don't, I think there's a difference between like when the, when this, the Reddit user said toxic negativity, this is not what I was picturing. I was picturing toxic ne negativity being that teacher that, only that like clearly hates their job and never has anything good to say about anything ever. And you're just like, why are you still here? This I think is more about just 
healthy boundaries and what you are or aren't willing to do. Like if it's worth it to you to take some stuff home in the evenings and get it done so that you can have your weekends free, more power to you. If you like, I, I frequently use my conference period. I have it. I have conference last period of the day. So I'm teaching like straight through until the last 45 minutes of the day. Some days by the time I get there, I don't want to spend my hour grading. I just need to zone out for a few minutes before I go do my after school commitments. Mm -hmm. So it's, I think it's just a matter of like personal preference and how people want to budget their time and also their money. If somebody wants to stay and, you know, volunteer and do a committee. Okay, cool. But like the user said, I don't think it should be the expectation. If somebody wants to, great, but I don't think that should be the expectation. Yeah, I know we can get bitter on the podcast sometimes, <laughs> a lot of times. Sometimes we get a little salty <laughs> around here. And it's been a rough couple of years, but here's the thing. We teach because we like teaching, and we like the kids for the most part. And I think you become toxic, a uh, toxic negative person when there's not a kid you like anymore. If you're at a school where there's literally like you're going through the day and there's not a single damn kid you want to see or like seeing, then you need to consider things because you are probably getting a little negative and getting a little down. Now, I'm not saying kids can't suck. I'm not saying you can't be in a shitty situation where it's not you. But if you're in a situation like that, you need to look at transferring and going to something else, if nothing else, for your mental health. Let someone else go in there and do what they can. But as far as just working outside of contract hours, just like Bunny said, set your personal boundaries. Because some people like to work, and they would much rather do that extra half hour and do something else on their conference period. A lot of times, my conference period, that was the only time I could go shoot the shit with some of my peers. And so I would go walk down to the gym, or I'd go walk down and go talk to this teacher, because that would literally be the only time we could catch up. And if that meant I had to spend 15 minutes or 30 minutes after school doing grades because I had a chance to talk to a friend, that socialization kept me alive and kept yeah. me positive. Mm -hmm. And so you just need to budget. And if it works for you, that is fantastic. Don't let me, don't let this podcast, don't let any of the stupid memes online make you think that you cannot work extra if you want to. You do what you want to do. And as far as money, a lot of times it's a shitty situation. But it's a lot easier to spend your own money on something than to jump through the hoops the school is going to make you do. And that's by design. The school doesn't want you just buying frivolous shit. I think we've said everything we need to say about this. So my friends, this isn't toxic negativity. This is just setting boundaries. Bunny said that perfectly. Toxic negativity is when you just hate your job and hate the kids. And if you really hate it that much, jump ship. Go somewhere else. Go find another district. It's a lot of times the grass is greener. It really is. So we have one here from the Teacher Needs a Drink mailbag from listener M.D. And I quote, Dear wonderful humans that make my life better. Aw, I love y'all so much I cannot even explain it. I would love to chat with you, and I know y'all do that with Patreons. But I really need some advice and would love to, love to give you perspective from an education major right now as a college student. I am also a learning disabled student with a lot of stories about wonderful teachers. Again, I love y'all and thankful every day I found your podcast. We love you too. I'm still catching up because my OCD does not let me listen to them, not in order. But in a week and a half, I have listened to 61 episodes between classes. Woo! Um, that is a lot of my voice. Between <laughs> classes, walking my dog, and driving, LOL. I have also 
also almost had to pull over twice because I almost peed my pants. <laughs> um, same and same. And I work with these people. Okay. So I need advice. LOL. I've always wanted to be a teacher. That's the one thing in my life that has always been constant. I am absolutely in love with the idea of teaching, but absolutely petrified right now. There are so many teachers quitting and they're so excited to be done with school. And this is the one thing I've always wanted to do in life. And honestly, it's been making me really upset. So I was wondering, how do I keep being excited about being a teacher when there's so much stuff like that going on? Not to mention right now, I am currently a waitress. And whenever people ask me what I want to do with my life, I say I want to be a teacher. I get asked why I'm spending my time getting in getting a degree as a super babysitter or overpaid. What the hell? Babysitter. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. Whoever said that's a dumbass. I will totally join whenever I finish saving for my tuition next semester. We love you, Em. Um, Okay, so yeah, Elvis and Sparkles, y'all go first. (laughs) All right. So first of all, as we were just talking about, there is a lot of negativity in our profession right now. This is not an easy time. And while I've only, I've been teaching about 18, 19 years at this point, um, it's never been as difficult as it is right now. Well, I mean, the pandemic's still going on, but virtual teaching and being teaching in the live at the same time, that was hell. But coming back this year where everyone is almost a year or two years more immature than where they should be in their physical bodies is really, really tough. Not to mention just the lowered standards. It does suck right now. It's not easy. And it's really easy to get very, very, very negative. But the thing is, it's getting better And it will continue to get better. One of the things that got me through the pandemic when things were really rough, when I felt very doom and gloom, especially with, I mean, with the former president and all that was going on, is it wouldn't take much for everything to get better. Like, it really wouldn't. And that's kind of how I feel about teaching right now is, yes, this sucks. And I think years from now, I'll look back going, wow, that was rough. I understand the mass migration. But it really wouldn't take much for things to get better. And as kids spend more time with their peers around each other in the classroom, their behavior does start to improve and it will get better. It's not there yet. It's not. It might not be this year. It might be next year. But things are getting better and they'll continue to get better. And so if your dream has always been to be a teacher, dive in, but go in with a grain of salt. Things are not easy. People don't love teachers. But the thing is, people have never liked teachers. They've always shat on teachers. We've always been called overpaid babysitters. Just keep going and just stay positive. This is what you want to do, do it. And if you end up in a negative situation, just keep trucking. Go find another school. There are lots of openings right now. And honestly, I imagine next year, people are going to start, or a lot of districts will start paying a little bit more because they're going to realize that's what they need to do to retain teachers when they realize the numbers of this huge shortage. Here's what I can tell you, MD. The best part of your day is going to be being with the kids. As much as we sometimes complain about behaviors, even right now where the kids are a little behind in maturity, being with the kids is the best part of this job. The parts of the job that are not super awesome, paperwork, dealing with bad admin, you can find a campus or a district where those things are significantly lessened. And I think what you're seeing this mass migration of teachers is teachers who that virtual learning just sucked the life right out of them. You know, Uh, that's how I felt every day. I was like, this just is sucking my soul. I had nothing left 
to give to my in-person kid. The thing that's going to be the hardest is finding the right place for you. The school where your unique talents are used to their fullest. So don't freak out if your first campus doesn't feel like the right place for you to be. Because once you find the right place for you to be, it feels really good. And also, don't freak out if the first year or two are a struggle, because they are for everyone. Yes, Anyone who Lord says knows. they came in and their first year was perfect and they were all angel babies is full of shit. And the thing is, there are times where you don't love it. But the n- week later, the next day, something good will happen. You're like, oh, this was kind of fun or this was kind of cool. And those moments come back. Right now, some of those moments are harder to come by. But they're still there. And you just got to be willing to find them. And like we said with the toxic negativity, if you get to a point where you don't see them at all and you're not seeing them, then you need to find something else or you need to find somewhere else. And that's very doable. We need the fresh energy and the fresh passion and the love for it. Like you, M, you are exactly what we need right now. And that may be a lot of pressure to put on somebody, but we need the positivity and we need the the teachers coming in who it's like, even, even holding up a five pound weight, if you hold your arm like straight out in front of you and hold a five pound weight, it's not heavy at first, but if you have to hold it right there for an hour without moving, it's, eventually going to start your arms going to really fall painful. off. So we need other people that can come in and help share the weight for a little while. Like we have to, we have to be carrying each other right now. I keep thinking like Elvis and I have been teaching for almost the same amount of time. He's been at it. I think a year, maybe two longer than me. Just- um, but we've both been in it long enough that I feel like we can look back and say the pendulum has to swing back eventually. Where it is right now is just not sustainable long-term and something is going to give sooner or later. Whether it's more pay, whether it's a change in working conditions, whether it's something is going to change, something is going to give. Like the pendulum has swung so far in that direction, eventually it's going to hit a point and it's going to start swinging back. I kind of feel like it already is. But the thing is, when you're down in a well and things are dark, it's hard to tell in shades of gray which one's brighter. But I feel just comparing now to three weeks ago or to four weeks ago and beginning of October and middle of September, I feel things are better. It could be my mindset, but it might be slightly. But sometimes it doesn't take much to make things a little bit better. I think also, Elvis, what you were saying about you know, finding those things, you come to really rely on those, those bright spots in the day, that conversation with that coworker or that, you know, those two kids that are in that one class that, you know, the rest of the class may be a bunch of pains in the neck, but there's, there's just those two kids in there that always, you know, laugh at the jokes you crack and that show genuine interest in the content and whatever. And you go in and you teach for those two. They are the ones who make you feel like it's still worth it. And they Um, are why it's worth it. That's why we started doing this. No one gets into teaching to make it rich. No one does it because it's going to be, we do it because we like it and we do it because we enjoy it when what we share is valued or whenever we make that connection. So MD, you stick to it. You keep going. Don't let, don't let all these articles and things get you down. It's, it's, it can be rewarding and it will be rewarding. 
guys, guess what? What's up? What? We have a Patreon! Hell yes! I heard that. Yeah, we do. For as little as five, ten dollars a month, you can join our Patreon and get you can get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, access uh, old old content, lost episodes, exclusive episodes. We have watch parties every so often. We do live sessions. In fact, over Thanksgiving, uh, several of us went to a bar and we drunk live cast an episode it's kind of listenable if you like that kind of thing um but we do all kinds of fun stuff and also you get access to talk to us as well as access to our special patreon facebook group where you could actually meet and connect with other like-minded teachers you know because you might not be around like you know kind of liberal flaky teachers like us all the time and if you like people like us our facebook group's full of them and so you can go in there and chat and share opinions and actually get to know you know real people like you so i suggest everyone do it and sign up and do it now Woo! Yay! would you rather chop off your pinky toe with a dull axe or drink a diarrhea milkshake pinky toe Bye bye, Pinky Toe. <laughs> it's gotta that go. was my thought too, because Pinky Toe could be over fairly quickly. And my Pinky Toe is kind of gross. I got some kind of weird genetics where I got like this gnarled stub that like curves. And I think at some point, like when I turn 65 at midnight, like it'll curve on top of other toes or something. I don't know. It doesn't even have a nail. Every now and then there's like this weird thing that comes out. I don't know. My pinky toe's gross. <laughs> All of the people out there that have foot issues are listening to this right now and freaking out Elvis. Really? They're That's picturing, a thing? They're picturing your foot and freaking out. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's I know no Danny DeVito have, foot. Like, but, a foot thing, but, like in a bad way. Oh, I guess that those are people out there. So, yeah, my pinky toe can go and I'd be fine with it. I am not drinking diarrhea milkshake. Hell I mean, no. No, no, no. And Sparkles, you're on board, the, the tow train? Pinky toe. Got to be the pinky toe. And you, Bunny? Bye. Yeah, bye, toe. Well, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to really thank our host, Miss Sparkles. Thanks for being here today. My pleasure. Bye, y'all. And also, Miss Bunny O'Hare, I'm glad you were here, too. Thank you for having me back again. It was a pleasure as always. And once again, my friends, take care of yourselves. Make sure you're breathing. Try to separate yourself from, you know, the toxic negativity that's out there. It is out there, but it's just not the things the other person brought up. And Miss MD, we love you. And please keep going. Don't give up. We're there for you. Woohoo. Now, my friends, um, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woo. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is proudly sponsored by Lud Lamb Dramatics and Legendary Pretzels. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics because they have the best theater educational resources out there. And also, if you're hungry, do you like candy? Do you like snacks? Go to Legendary Pretzels. They have some of the best, most affordable snacks, presents, prizes. It's Secret Santa time if your school does that. Or hell, 
hell, just get them for yourself. They're amazing. Treat yourself and get some legendary pretzels. Use the code TEACHER at, at checkout to get a discount. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Miss Sparkles and Mrs. Bunny O'Hare and her little baby bunny Fufu. And also, if you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com, and also follow us on Instagram. And last but not least, if you get a chance, leave a comment. I don't know. Um, one of those things. What do you do? Oh, leave a review of our podcast and five stars. That'd be awesome. Unless you hate us. In that case, um, yeah, why are you still listening? Fuck off. Anyway, love you guys. Peace out. Enjoy. Cheers. Bye. I don't want to be squeaking. No, it was Bunny. Bunny was the squeaker. Squeaky Bunny, how lady. dare you? How dare she? I literally she? wasn't even moving. I don't know what the deal is. It must be I a don't know. Or something.